Hello, everybody. I am Marie, <laughs> and welcome to your second episode of Afternoon Re, episode two, the show that dives deep into various topics, things that I love or may be curious about, and just want to learn a little bit more. All right, I'm Re, and today we're talking about Camellia sinensis. You might ask me, what the fuck is she saying? Camellia sinensis, okay? Well, before I tell you what Camellia sinensis is, I want to tell you that you can catch this episode on podcast services around the globe. And uh, you can catch me live on twitch.tv slash recosplay. And once I figure out how to upload these to YouTube, because I'm smart, uh, you'll be able to catch these on YouTube as well. I would like to thank you so much for joining me today and our sponsor, Anchor, for allowing me to do this podcast. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, 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 welcome. Okay, so I've said it now a few times. I'm going to say it again. What the fuck is Camellia sinensis? You may already know. If you don't know, it's tea, all right? Tea, the thing that is drank around the world. Tea, tea, okay? Camellia sinensis equals tea. Now, I fucking love tea, okay? Give me a big hoodie, give me a book, and give me some tea. I am good to go. I drink tea when I need to relax. I'll make a cup of tea when I need to sleep. If you asked me that for my advice for some sort of horse, horse, health (laughs) suggestion, I would probably say, hey, there's a tea for that. Now, I'm not saying I'm a doctor, but, you know, tea helps me when I need, like, I have digestive issues, when I have an upset stomach, when I need to sleep, I've already said this, but tea is wonderful, okay? I drink it all the fucking time, except for today, because clearly I'm drinking a pumpkin spice latte, but maybe I'll have tea later. Who the fuck knows, right? Um, but like I said, I'm not a doctor. I'm not an expert. I just did a little bit more research about tea to learn a little bit more because I drink it all the time and I should probably know what I'm putting in my body, right? (laughs) So don't take anything what I say as advice. Uh, take it with a grain of salt, if you will. And, uh, I'm excited to dive deep in Camellia Sinensis. We're gonna start with a brief history. So get your fucking notebooks out because god damn it, I'm taking you to history class. <laughs> now, there are many legends. When I was fucking looking through the internet trying to figure out where the fuck tea came from because I was clearly wrong, it didn't come from London. <laughs> Um, there were all these different legends, okay? But none of them were like, oh, this is the correct legend. Oh, this is 
the legend that we fucking believe and know is accurate. None of that. So no matter how many legends there were, they all agreed that tea became well known in what is known as the Tang Dynasty. Now the Tang Dynasty is from the year 618 to 907 AD. Okay, what the fuck? (laughs) Uh, During this time, it was recognized as China's national drink. So whoever the fuck found it in the Tang Dynasty brought it back to their town, was like, look at this shit. Let's make this a national drink. All right, we're going to fucking drink this shit all the time. We got a special way of brewing it, and it's fucking great. Okay, they drink tea all the time. Now, it spread across China in the next dynasty, which wasn't until 960 to 1280 AD. Okay, these fucking years were crazy to me. I didn't, I was just like, what am I saying right now? 960? Look here. In the 9th century, we are in the, for, for perspective, we're in the 21st century. Okay, the 21st century. Not the 9th. But in the 9th century, tea was introduced to Japan. So tea is now in China, known as the national drink, and tea is now in Japan. All right? They figured out how to get tea. And it didn't become popular in Japan until the 13th century, which is even crazier because, like, why did it take so long for it to become popular? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It wasn't until 1368 and 16, or between 1368 and 1644, that uh, Japan found the method of brewing tea the way we do it today. So it took them a long time to figure out how to learn to brew tea with just hot water and pouring it over the leaves, I guess. I don't know why. But maybe it was like the type of plant or whatever. I didn't look too deep into that, but I just thought it was cool. I recognized that it was a long time for them to figure that out. Also, you know, technology was not a big thing back then. So who knows? Um, So tea, moving along here, tea didn't show up in the West till the 17th century. Now the West is like the European countries. I had to keep reminding myself of that because now when you think of the West, you think of us or like the West Coast. I'm just dumb, you know, I don't know. I just had to keep reminding myself, okay? The West is the European countries and only rich people could afford to drink tea. The royals and the aristocrats, obviously, because they're having their afternoon cup of tea and It was getting imported from China and or Japan during this time. So that's expensive, especially, you know, during this day and age, I guess. And, you know, there were like slaves and shit and fucking people that obviously couldn't afford that. It was all very aristocratic and the royals, you know, drank it. So only rich people could afford tea during this time. Um, London, in fact, did not adapt to the to tea immediately. 
they still preferred coffee. See? Wasn't founded in London, and they preferred coffee. Just saying. Coffee's great, so who could blame them? I love coffee. I'm currently drinking coffee at the moment. <laughs> um, the first tea shop that made it popular um, in London was in 1657. And it was brought up by a man named Thomas Garraway. I wanted to make sure he got credit because that's the first tea shop in London. Who the fuck knows if it's still there? But because of this shop, it gained popularity. And I was like, well, dope. Because one little guy was like, hey, I think we should all drink tea. So I'm going to open up a shop. And he did. And look, Charles II's wife was from Portugal and introduced tea time to the court. Wow. So now that this wife from Portugal was like, let's have some tea time. We're going to take this time out in the garden and have some tea and just talk. That's what it was. They just fucking talked at tea time. They didn't do anything. They had some maybe snacks. All right. And they just fucking talked. So because of that, it became popular. Of course, it became popular, like, because this wife, Charles II's wife, uh, introduced it to the court. But let's be honest, like, Thomas Garraway truly made it popular. He's like the hipster that made it popular before, like, it got real popular by all the cool people. So let's just say that. All right. Now, British, Brit, not British, Britain was like, let's fucking capitalize on tea. All right. This shit is good. We want more of it. All right. So they obtained the very first, the British East India Company, also known as just the company. And it became the most dominant trading power and monopolized on the tea trade with China. Okay, they just took it over. They were like, look, we have the money, we have the fucking time and shit to bring the tea to us and to anybody else. So they monopolized the tea trade with China. So Britain obtained the company. They were able to get tea everywhere. They were able to tax it. They were making money. All of that. So that's how when our lovely little country got found, um, tea was heavily taxed. And once America was found, that eventually led to the Boston Tea Party. And we all learned about that in our real history class. So there you have it. <laughs> you have your brief history. Look, it was founded in China. It came all the way through Japan. Britain took over because they're like, we have the fucking means to fucking take this shit over and tax it everywhere. Well, that's exactly what they did. And then, you know, when we found America, we were like, well, fuck that. So let's just dump all this tea into the fucking harbor. Why not? <laughs> and there you have it. So tea, that's your brief, you know, little history lesson. And we know where it came from, sort of. And also, you know, like, who knows what the true legend is? But this is 
a little good timeline. Um, so yeah, there you have it. Okay, so now that we know where tea came from, or Camellia sinensis, right? Um, Camellia sinensis, which is really difficult to say, so uh, that will be the last time I say it, tea, <laughs> references to the plant that tea comes from. Now, only certain types of tea come from this plant. Those teas are black, green, oolong, white, and puerera. Puerera? Puerera. Uh, don't know how to say that one, but they all come from this plant. And the only difference that between these few teas is just how long the leaves are oxidized. Um, so... Most of the plants are found like in mountainous terrain on like the side of mountains, which I was like, oh, that's cool. But now, you know, people grow it everywhere so they can make their own tea. Also, there's like all these different tea like companies like Tivana and Starbucks. Shit, I'm sure they have their own Camellia tenensis or sinensis plants and all of that. But Camellia sinensis refers to the plant that these tea comes that these teas come from. All right. Again, that's just black, green, oolong, white, and Pereira. Pereira. Uh, green tea obviously is pretty popular. You can get it at like rest like Chinese restaurants. I love green tea. It just always has that very welcoming and like cozy feeling for me black tea I drink like in the morning like I love my British or my English breakfast tea it's a black tea I put a little dash of milk in there and it's fucking good to go all right there's other teas like chamomile rosemary ginger tea and other fruit teas but these are but these are considered herbal teas not what come from the camellia sinensis plant. Obviously, I'm going to say it more. <laughs> so those teas are herbal teas, which are just a bunch of herbs mixed together and that make a tea. Um, yeah, so there you have it. There are hundreds and hundreds of different teas out there. So many. I found it interesting that we're the only country that can say we drink so many different types of teas. Um, like, that's insane. But also makes sense because we're like a melting pot, melting pot here. Um, whereas other countries, though, may have not even heard of, like, a tea that we've made. They may have never even heard of a ginger tea. Or they may have never even heard of, like, a tea from Tivana or something like this. And it's like, how, like, things are so... I think I feel spread across the world or, or things are so accessible now due to technology. You would think that there are other teas, but there are parts of China and Japan that have no clue that there's like these other types of teas, which I found super interesting. Like what? <laughs> so we now know 
how it became popular, where it came from. We are all aware of the Boston Tea Party. You know, we know what Camellia Sinensis is. Um, but what exactly is tea? Okay, like there's a plant. Yeah, but there's only certain things we can do with that plant. There's other things that go into tea. It's not just some dry leaves in a bag. Okay, you can't just go be picking dry leaves off some plants in your fucking garden and just throw them in a bag and fucking, here you go, there's your tea. I mean, maybe you can. (laughs) Some people do that. But there's a little bit more to go into it, all right? There's three components. There's your essential oils for the aroma and some flavor, okay? Obviously, these are edible essential oils, so if you have essential oils, you know, they are not all edible, just FYI. Uh, Polyphenols, polyphenols, phenols, (laughs) these provide the briskness or astringency in the mouth and the components that also carry most of our health benefits of tea, all right? So the polyphenols, polyphenols, those are the briskness or astringency in the mouth. See, I got to say it in like an accent so I sound, you know, cooler, but you know, whatever. <laughs> and then, of course, caffeine. Who doesn't love caffeine? Okay. There's obviously way more caffeine in fucking coffee, but there is caffeine in teas. So, obviously, caffeine gives you that energy. We all love energy. We all need it. We're getting older. We're not kids anymore. Our energy levels, like, ghosts out the window that we have no more and we have to now supplement our energy levels with this little drug called caffeine (laughs) okay crazy but here we go we're gonna hear from a sponsor right now welcome back i'm back here we go we're moving on We learned our history, we learned what the fuck Camellia sinensis is, what types of teas we can get from Camellia sinensis, and that there are different teas like chamomile, rosemary, and also that some countries may not have heard of, like, teas that we know of, which is weird. Um, Also, moving along, along here, let's just learn a few things that we should know about tea, okay? So if you're listening, maybe you're uh, looking to find a way to get into tea, or maybe you've never drank tea and you want more information, or you're an expert and you just didn't know these things, or you know you drink tea on the regular and you didn't know these things like I did. I knew some of these things, but not all of them, which as I was doing this, I'm like, I should probably pay way more attention to what I'm putting in my body, Um, you know, make sure it's not just all shit, but on the contrary, it still tastes good. (laughs) Oh, well. Here we go. So just a few things. Um, Water temperature, okay, varies 
according to the tea. Supposedly, I did not fucking know this. I just heat up my kettle and I pour my water onto my tea bag, okay? But supposedly, black tea needs to be at exactly 212 degrees Fahrenheit. Like, I'm sorry, I don't have a thermometer every time I brew a cup of tea. I just brew the shit. How am I supposed to know exactly what temperature I'm at? And green and white teas should be at 150 degrees. What the fuck? I'm pretty sure I've had green tea from a restaurant and it's not exactly at 150 degrees. I have never tried doing this because like I said, I don't have a thermometer every time I brew a fucking cup of tea. Okay. Now I'm interested in trying this to see if I do taste a difference. I know that like if you brew it too long, it can get bitter and blah, 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 which we're going to go into because that's number two. Steeping time (laughs) depends on the type of tea. As I was aware, I knew that if if I brew my black tea a little bit longer, it becomes bitter. Nothing that a little dash of almond milk can't help, okay? But obviously it really fucking depends because white tea you should brew for a little bit longer and green tea should be just like right in the middle but were there times given no are there directions on the backs of these boxes yes do i read them every time no because i just brew my fucking cup of tea like a normal person and yeah also, I need to experience, experiment more with the variety of teas in my pantry. I have like ginger tea. Maybe if I didn't brew it as long, it wouldn't be so like gingery. <laughs> but I really like it. It just depends on how long you fucking steep it for. Oh, gosh. Now, I didn't know this. Okay, this is number three that I'm going to tell you about what you should know of tea. Okay, you can make tea in a French press. Now, if you don't know what a French press is, it is a like small pitcher and there's this thing lid that goes on top and then there's this like stick with, and you push it down and it pushes all the coffee to the bottom of this little pitcher, okay? Now, it makes delicious coffee. When you have a French press coffee, mwah, it's so fucking good. I love French press coffee. I make it all the fucking time, okay? But when I read that you can make tea with a French press, I was like, holy fucking shit, this sounds amazing because... Not only when you put your ground coffee into the French press is the water soaking up every single just like flavor of the ground. You, it just tastes so, you just get more of the flavor. So, this makes sense with tea, okay? You just put your tea into 
a French press and do the same shit. Now, you can't do this obviously with tea bags unless you like cut up your like cut open your tea bags and just pour the loose leaf teas in there. So you would have to get loose tea leaves or leaf teas, loose leaf teas, <laughs> loose tea leaves, whatever, however you want to fucking say it. Um, which if you do get this, they are best stored in an opaque tin. Okay. See, there's another tip for you. Now, get loose tea leaves to do this French press technique. I would like to try this. So maybe I'll try to find some loose leaf teas. I don't know. But if you have done this, please share with me because I would love to know what is the difference. Like I said, I'm no fucking expert. I'm just talking about tea because I love it. Okay. Please tell me your opinions and thoughts and how you've tried any of these techniques. Who knows? Now. Oh, I think that's it. <laughs> but before we move into the next segment, um, I found a couple of other things that were fun to know. So if you put milk in your tea, it, quote, quote, helps keep your teeth white, obviously because milk it helps with the enamel and shit in there. I don't know. Now, I don't know how accurate this is, but I found it on many sites, um, but it's a little benefit. And I was like, oh, that's neato. Now, again, not an expert. So don't go be putting like all this milk in your fucking tea thinking, ah, if I do this, let me swish it around. My teeth are going to get super white because that's not going to happen. Okay. If you want white teeth, I don't know, get some teeth whitener strips. I've never tried them, but you know, you could try them. Okay. Here we go. Now, there are some benefits of tea. Okay. Like, let me just tell you, tea is not a heal-all, fucking cure-all thing. No, there are some benefits that have been found in teas. Are they all the most accurate? Are they going to solve all your health issues? No, okay? Solving all your health issues takes a lot, okay? From doctors, from professionals. I am just telling you what I have learned and what I believe is they have. Okay? Now, with, now tea is the second most consumed beverage in the world, only surpassed by water. Okay? So, obviously, tea is very, very popular. And I thought that it would be interesting to see why so many people are drinking tea nowadays. So I found an article on the Today website of some of the health benefits and reasons why <laughs> these could be um, why so many people are drinking it. Okay. Number one, tea contains antioxidants. This is well known. Okay, tea has antioxidants. Antioxidants clear and help your system and your immune system be stronger. OK, 
okay? Antioxidants clear out all the gunk in your body, <laughs> okay? Uh, this is also well known in Asahi and green tea. So antioxidants, great for the body, skin, all that shit. Why wouldn't you want more antioxidants, right? Uh, right. <laughs> tea has less caffeine than coffee. I said it earlier that caffeine is a drug. It is known that it can be addictive, that you can gain caffeine headaches. I have had these, caffeine withdrawals. All of that is a side effect, side effect of caffeine or lack of caffeine. And coffee, if you drink coffee a lot, then these also increase and that's not good. So if you are trying to, say, decrease your caffeine intake, but still want a little bit throughout your day, tea is a good alternative. Black tea has um, a higher content of caffeine than green tea, um, but you can per whichever you can pick whichever you prefer. I would say tea drinking throughout the day is better than coffee drinking throughout the day. See, I used to have maybe three cups of like three different times of the day where I'd have coffee, and when I tried to stop or go to decaf coffee or just tea, it was super difficult because I would get caffeine headaches. I felt groggy all the time, but that is just your, it's like your body telling you, no, you're addicted to this thing and you really don't need it. <laughs> so figure something else out. Um, so now I just, I don't drink coffee as often, except for today, I guess. Um, so tea has less caffeine and is a better option for you if you are looking for that caffeine fix. There you have it. Tea has less caffeine than coffee. <laughs> tea may reduce your chance of heart attack or stroke. And stroke? Okay. I don't know. I've never had a heart attack or a stroke, but I found that inter interesting um, because maybe of all the antioxidants, it's, you know, allowing your body to get cleaned out more often and um, keeping your immune system stronger. <laughs> so there you have it. It may or may not, it may help with weight loss. I don't know how much I believe this, but I guess it could. I don't, who knows, right? Like tea, if I drink tea, it could help with weight loss. Now, there are teas like the digestive immune boosting teas that help with like bloating and, you know, cleaning out your bowels, <laughs> okay? So maybe that's what they mean when they say weight loss because when you're less bloated and your bowels are clean, you know, you weigh a little bit less. So that's what it could possibly mean. <laughs> this one, this next one, I, I don't understand it, okay? It may help protect your bones. I don't, 
let me just one more time it may help protect your bones okay <laughs> num uh, letter f because i didn't fucking number these um it could keep your smile bright so this goes back to if you put milk in your tea because green tea and black tea black tea especially is are not like is not going to keep your smile bright now if you put tea or coffee if you put milk in your tea yes i think that it will help more than if you just drink black tea so <laughs> there you go can boost your immune system i think the herbal teas can can boost your immune system because there's immune immune boosting teas but i think that just goes back to the antioxidants antioxidants help boost your immune system so obviously <laughs> you know like it just all goes back to one another i don't know if these are all different like these could i think all could have been in the same same one <laughs> oh may help battle cancer i was surprised they even put this on there on the list just because like it, it said, may help battle cancer. Like, why would you even put this on a list if you're not sure? Clearly, there's studies going on around this particular topic. But, I, I don't know. I just... Ah. Herbal tea may soothe the digestive system. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I already said that. Fuck, Re. It's like you didn't do your research, but I did. <laughs> and finally, tea, unadulterated, un that is, is calorie free. Most teas are calorie free. Teas already are very, very low calorie, which could also go back to may help with weight loss, okay? Because if you drink coffee and you put like sugar and milk and all that, bumps those calories way up there so just better off with tea i guess as i drink this almond milk pumpkin spice latte <laughs> okay you guys i don't know if any of these are completely factual but i'm sure the experts and peeps are on the case they're on the case to find if these things could be true. I mean, obviously there's been studies done to find out any of these things could have a slight truth to them and that's why they're on this list. I mean, it does make sense that there's antioxidants in there and that's like the only thing that really makes. Oh wait, and tea has less caffeine than coffee. There you go. The first two is like most accurate. The others, who the fuck knows, all right? Now, we have learned so much about tea, okay? We have gone from the fucking history of tea and the dang, the dang Tang Dynasty all the way through Japan, through Britain, 
and the fucking Boston Tea Party. We learned about what Camellia sinensis is. It's the plant um, that tea comes from. Obviously, just black, green, oolong, and white tea. And then there's the the herbal teas, right? Like chamomile, rosemary, gingers, etc., etc. Right? I'm just repeating myself at this point. Um, there's things we should know, you know, the water temp, steeping time, you can make it in a fucking French press, which I found fucking amazing. I really want to try this method. And then all of these fun facts, one might say, that could or could not be true. Who the fuck knows? You know, like, I love tea, okay? And I've been drinking it for years. Can I say that I know all of the health benefits that I've experienced with tea? No, because I just drink it because I like the taste and because it makes me feel very British. And that's all I want to be in my life. That and an elf. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I want to be British and an elf. And a British elf? Yeah, that's what I want to be, okay? So I snuggle up with a book and I make some fucking tea and... That's it. I'm going to continue to drink tea. Maybe it's a placebo effect. Who knows if it's really helping me sleep or relax. I don't, I don't fucking know. But it sure does taste good, okay? There are so many out there. I believe there's a tea for everybody. Even if you have tried tea and you're like, ugh, never again. Fucking try another one. Like I said, we are the country with the most variety of teas. There's fucking one out there for you, okay? You can have, there's one. I love uh, my uh, English English breakfast tea in the morning. It, uh, sometimes when I want to stop drinking coffee, I will supplement this for my morning drink. Lately, I have been drinking a lot of pre-workout as my morning like energy and I should probably stop that but you know I work out so it's like what else am I gonna drink um anyways that was off topic (laughs) but English breakfast tea is a good one or the like Earl Grey is another good one I like these teas sleepy time tea It's wonderful. It helps you relax in the evening time. You know, there's also like tangerine teas that taste amazing during the day. Just to kind of give you that like little boost of energy. Oh man. Now, let me just say one more time. I'm not an expert. I just like tea and I wanted to talk about it somewhere. Also wanted to find out what I'm putting in my body and yeah, where it came from. Even though we're not now sure, we're not completely sure where it came from because the fucking, who knows what legend it came from, but still. Have you tried tea? Tell me about it. Tell me your favorite tea. Tell me what you think about tea. Tell me what you think about this episode. Just tell me your thoughts and comments. Please tell me if you know anything more about tea than I do. Because like I said, I just did some good old research on the computer and talked about something I like. That's what this podcast is all about, right? That's right. Alrighty. So leave a comment and let me know what you think, you know? Just chat it up with me. You can find me anywhere. Twitch.tv slash recosplay 
or recosplay on Twitter. That's R-H-I-C-O-S-P-L-A-Y. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so, 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 so much for joining and listening in. Remember uh, to catch this show on podcast services everywhere. And one day it'll be on YouTube, hopefully. But again, podcast services everywhere. Leave a review, like, comment, you know, subscribe. I appreciate it. I can't wait to be back next Tuesday where we dive into my fave one of my favorite things of all time harry potter oh my gosh i can't wait so hope you enjoyed your afternoon re and i will see you next week